Shalom and welcome to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily podcast from Israel where we read you the entire Bible in a year based on the weekly Torah portions. My name is Johanna and I'm your reader today. Today is Thursday, the 2nd of June, and on the Hebrew calendar, it is the 3rd of the month, Sivan. We're counting day 47 of the Omer, and we're drawing closer and closer to the Feast of Shavuot, the Feast of Weeks. Today in history, it was the day when Israel began preparing themselves for three days in order to receive the great revelation at Mount Sinai. Exodus 19, 10-12 Go to the people and consecrate them today and tomorrow, and let them wash their garments. You shall set bounds for the people all around. This week we are in the Torah portion called Bamidbar, which means in the wilderness, and today's reading from the Torah will be Numbers 3, 14 through 39. Before we get into our readings, let's take a moment, as we do in each episode, to thank God and to bless Him for His Word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to His people Israel and to all peoples, through His Son, Yeshua the Messiah, our Master. The Lord spoke to Moshe in the wilderness of Sinai, saying, Count the children of Levi by their fathers' houses, by their families. You shall count every male from a month old and upward. So Moshe counted them according to the word of the Lord, as he was commanded. These were the sons of Levi by their names, Gershon, Kohat, and Merari. And these are the names of the sons of Gershon by their families, Livni and Shimi. The sons of Kohat by their families, Amram, Itzhar, Chevron, and Uziel. The sons of Merari by their families, Machli and Mushi. These are the families of the Levites according to their fathers' houses. Of Gershon was the family of the Livnites, and the family of the Shimeites. These are the families of the Gershonites. Those who were counted of them, according to the number of all the males from a month old and upward, even those who were counted of them, were 7,500. The families of the Gershonites shall encamp behind the tabernacle westward. Eliasaf, the son of Lael, shall be the prince of the father's house of the Gershonites. The duty of the sons of Gershon in the tent of meeting shall be the tabernacle, the tent, its covering, the screen for the door of the tent of meeting, the hangings of the court, the screen for the door of the court which is by the tabernacle and around the altar, and its cords for all of its service. Of Kohat was the family of the Amramites, the family of the Itzharites, and the family of the Chevronites, and the family of the Uzielites. 
These are the families of the Kohatites, according to the number of all the males from a month old and upward. There were eight thousand six hundred, keeping the requirements of the sanctuary. The families of the sons of Kohat shall encamp on the south side of the tabernacle, and the prince of the father's house of the families of the Kohatites shall be Elitzafan, the son of Uziel. Their duty shall be the ark, the table, the menorah, the altars, the vessels of the sanctuary with which they minister, the screen and all its service. Elazar the son of Aaron the Kohen shall be prince of the princes of the Levites, with the oversight of those who keep the requirements of the sanctuary. Of Merari was the family of the Machlites and the family of the Mushites. These are the families of Merari. Those who were counted of them, according to the number of all the males from a month old and upward, were six thousand two hundred. The prince of the father's house of the families of Merari was Tsuriel, the son of Avichail. They shall encamp on the north side of the tabernacle. The appointed duty of the sons of Merari shall be the tabernacle's boards, its bars, its pillars, its sockets, all its instruments, all its service, the pillars of the court around it, their sockets, their pins, and their cords. Those who encamp before the tabernacle eastward in front of the tent of meeting toward the sunrise shall be Moshe and Aharon and his sons, keeping the requirements of the sanctuary for the duty of the sons of Israel. The outsider who comes near shall be put to death. All who were counted of the Levites, whom Moshe and Aharon counted at the word of the Lord, by their families, all the males from a month old and upward, were twenty-two thousand. That was Numbers 3, verses 14 through 39. Today's portion from the prophets will be Jeremiah or Yirmiyahu 22. This is what the Lord says. Go down to the house of the king of Yehudah and speak this word there. Hear the word of the Lord king of Yehudah who sits on David's throne. You, your servants and your people who enter in by these gates. This is what the Lord says. Execute justice and righteousness, and deliver him who is robbed out of the hand of the oppressor. Do no wrong, and do no violence to the foreigner, the fatherless, or the widow, nor shed innocent blood in this place. For if you do this thing indeed, then kings sitting on David's throne will enter in by the gates of this house, riding in chariots and on horses. He his servants, and his people. But if you will not hear these words, I swear by myself, says the Lord, that this house will become a desolation. For this is what the Lord says concerning the house of the king of Yehudah. You are like Gilad to me, 
the summit of Lebanon, yet surely I will make you a wilderness, cities which are not inhabited. I will prepare destroyers against you, everyone with his weapons, and they will cut down your choice cedars and cast them into the fire. Many nations will pass by this city, and they will each ask his neighbor, Why has the Lord done this to this great city? And they will reply, Because they abandoned the covenant of the Lord their God, worshipped other gods, and served them. Do not weep for the dead, do not bemoan him, but weep bitterly for him who goes away, for he will return no more, and not see his native country. For this is what the Lord says concerning Shalom, the son of Yoshiahu, king of Judah, who reigned instead of Yoshiahu his father, and who went out of his place. He will not return there any more. But he will die in the place where they have led him captive. He will see this land no more. Woe to him who builds his house by unrighteousness and his rooms by injustice, who uses his neighbor's service without wages and does not give him his hire, who says, I will build myself a wide house and spacious rooms and cuts out windows for himself with a cedar ceiling and painted with red, should you reign because you strive to excel in cedar? Did not your father eat and drink and do justice and righteousness? Then it was well with him. He judged the cause of the poor and needy, so it was well then. Was not this to know me, says the Lord? But your eyes and your heart are only for your covetousness, for shedding innocent blood, for oppression and for doing violence. Therefore, this is what the Lord says concerning Jehoiakim, the son of Yoshiahu, king of Judah. They will not lament for him, saying, Ah, my brother, or ah, sister. They will not lament for him, saying, Ah, Lord, or ah, his glory. He will be buried with the burial of a donkey, drawn and cast out beyond the gates of Jerusalem. Go up to Lebanon and cry. Lift up your voice in Bashan and cry from Avarim, for all your lovers have been destroyed. I spoke to you in your prosperity, but you said, I will not listen. This has been your way from your youth, that you did not obey my voice. The wind will feed all your shepherds, and your lovers will go into captivity. Surely then you will be ashamed and confounded for all your wickedness. Inhabitant of Lebanon, who makes your nest in the cedars, how greatly to be pitied you will be when pangs come on you, the pain as of a woman in travail. As I live, says the Lord, though Konya, the son of Jehoiakim, king of Yehuda, were the signet on my right hand, yet would I pluck you from there. I would give you into the hand of those who seek your life, and into the hand of them of whom you are afraid, even into the hand of Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babel, 
and into the hand of the Kasdim. I will cast you out with your mother who bore you into another country where you were not born, and there you will die. But to the land to which their soul longs to return, there they will not return. Is this man, Konya, a despised broken vessel? Is he a vessel in which no one delights? Why are they cast out, he and his offspring, and cast into a land which they do not know? O oh, land, 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 hear the word of the Lord. This is what the Lord says. Record this man as childless, a man who will not prosper in his days. For no more will a man of his offspring prosper, sitting on the throne of David and ruling in Yehuda. That was Yeremiahu, or Jeremiah, chapter 22. Today, our portion from the writings is Yov, or Job, 31. I made a covenant with my eyes. How then should I look lustfully at a young woman? For what is the portion from God above, and the heritage from Shaddai on high? Is it not calamity to the unrighteous, and disaster to the workers of iniquity? Does he not see my ways and count all my steps? If I have walked with falsehood, and my foot has hurried to deceit, let me be weighed in an even balance, that God may know my integrity. If my step has turned out of the way, if my heart walked after my eyes, if any defilement has stuck to my hands, then let me sow and let another eat. Yes, let the produce of my field be rooted out. If my heart has been enticed to a woman, and I have laid wait at my neighbor's door, then let my wife grind for another, and let others sleep with her. For that would be a heinous crime. Yes, it would be an iniquity to be punished by the judges, for it is a fire that consumes to Avadon and would root out all my increase. If I have despised the cause of my male servant or of my female servant when they contended with me, what then will I do when God rises up? When he visits, what will I answer him? Did not he who made me in the womb make him? Did not one fashion us in the womb? If I have withheld the poor from their desire, or have caused the eyes of the widow to fail, or have eaten my morsel alone, and the fatherless has not eaten of it, no, from my youth he grew up with me as with a father, I have guided her from my mother's womb. If I have seen any perish for want of clothing, or that the needy had no covering. If his heart has not blessed me, if he has not been warmed with my sheep's fleece, if I have lifted up my hand against the fatherless because I saw my help in the gate, then let my shoulder fall from the shoulder blade and my arm be broken from the bone. For calamity from God is a terror to me 
and because of his majesty I can do nothing. If I have made gold my hope, and have said to the fine gold, You are my confidence, if I have rejoiced because my wealth was great, and because my hand had gotten much, if I have seen the sun when it shined, or the moon moving in splendor, and my heart has been secretly enticed, and my hand threw a kiss from my mouth, this also would be an iniquity to be punished by the judges, for I would have denied God above. If I have rejoiced at the destruction of him who hated me, or lifted up myself when evil found him, yes, I have not allowed my mouth to sin by asking his life with a curse. If the men of my tent have not said, Who can find one who has not been filled with his meat? The foreigner has not camped in the street, but I have opened my doors to the traveler. If, like Adam, I have covered my transgressions by hiding my iniquity in my heart, because I feared the great multitude and the contempt of families terrified me, so that I kept silence and did not go out of the door. Oh, that I had one to hear me. Behold, here is my signature. Let Shaddai answer me. Let the accuser write my indictment. Surely I would carry it on my shoulder. I would bind it to me as a crown. I would declare to him the number of my steps. As a prince, I would go near to him. If my land cries out against me, and its furrows weep together, if I have eaten its fruits without money, or have caused its owners to lose their life, let briars grow instead of wheat, and stinkweed instead of barley. The words of Job are ended. That was Job 31. Our final portion for this episode will be from the Apostles, and it is 1 Corinthians 10. Now, I would not have you ignorant, brothers, that our fathers were all under the cloud and all passed through the sea and were all immersed into Moshe in the cloud and in the sea and all ate the same spiritual food and all drank the same spiritual drink. For they drank of a spiritual rock that followed them, and the rock was Mashiach. However, with most of them, God was not pleased, for they were overthrown in the wilderness. Now these things were our examples, to the intent we should not lust after evil things, as they also lusted. Do not be idolaters, as some of them were, as it is written, The people sat down to eat and drink and rose up to play. Let us not commit sexual immorality as some of them committed, and in one day 23,000 fell. Let us not test Mashiach as some of them tested and perished by the serpents. Do not grumble as some of them also grumbled and perished by the destroyer. 
Now all these things happened to them by way of example, and they were written for our admonition, on whom the ends of the ages have come. Therefore, let him who thinks he stands be careful that he does not fall. No temptation has taken you except what is common to to man. But God is faithful, who will not allow you to be tempted above what you are able, but will with the temptation also make the way of escape, that you may be able to endure it. Therefore, my beloved, flee from idolatry. I speak as to wise people. Judge for yourselves what I say. The cup of blessing which we bless, is it not a sharing of the blood of Mashiach? The bread which we break, is it not a sharing of the body of Mashiach? Because there is one loaf of bread, we who are many are one body, for we all partake of the one loaf of bread. Consider Israel according to the flesh. Do not those who eat the sacrifices participate in the altar? What am I saying then? That a thing sacrificed to idols is anything, or that an idol is anything? But I say that the things which the Gentiles sacrifice, they sacrifice to demons and not to God. And I do not desire that you would have fellowship with demons. You cannot both drink the cup of the Lord and the cup of demons. You cannot both partake of the table of the Lord and the table of demons. Or do we provoke the Lord to jealousy? Are we stronger than he? All things are lawful for me, but not all things are profitable. All things are lawful for me, but not all things build up. Let no one seek his own, but each one his neighbor's good. Whatever is sold in the butcher shop, eat, asking no question for the sake of conscience. For the earth belongs to the Lord and all its fullness. But if one of those who do not believe invites you to a meal, and you are inclined to go, eat whatever is set before you, asking no questions for the sake of conscience. But if anyone says to you, This was offered to idols, do not eat for the sake of the one who told you and for the sake of conscience. For the earth belongs to the Lord and all its fullness. Conscience, I say, not your own, but the other's conscience. For why is my liberty judged by another's conscience? But if I partake with thankfulness, why am I denounced because of something I give thanks for? Therefore, whether you eat or drink, or whatever you do, do it all for the glory of God. Give no offense, either to Jews or to Greeks or to the assembly of God, just as I also please all men in all things, not seeking my own profit, but the profit of the many, that they may be saved. That was 1 Corinthians 10, and it concludes today's episode. If you are reading through the Apostles twice this year, you'll be reading Mark 8 today also. 
Before I sign off, I want to present a prayer request to all of you. This is from someone named Kim, and I really want you guys to help her pray for a family member from Southern California who was traveling on a much-awaited cruise through Europe, visiting Rome when she had a seizure and was hospitalized, um, was diagnosed with COVID, is isolated and in quarantine. Um, they're having struggles just with language barrier and the husband not being able to have any contact with her. She's all alone. And uh, just pray that um, God would cover her and that she would recover quickly, that her tests would um, pass and be clear so that she can... Uh, be discharged from the hospital and rejoin her family and come home healed and healthy. Her name is Karen. Thank you so much for praying, everyone. If you have a prayer request that you want to share with everyone, you can email us to dailybreadmoms at gmail.com or DM us on our Instagram account at dailybreadmoms. Thanks so much for your prayers, uh, for our family, and for those who are sending in their prayer requests. I know that those prayers are heard. Thank you. May you have a blessed day. May you go in the strength of God. I'm Johanna with Daily Bread for Busy Moms. Shalom. Until next time.